0: Good evening everyone, welcome to Holy Crap, the vlogcast. Vlogcast comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. This vlogcast started as a combination of spite and the stri-scientific because I love arguing with people who don't understand that you need to make a point and not bring up crap that's old and doesn't have any relevance whatsoever. Part of this is to follow through with the old adage, sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. I'm your main host. I'm known as Shujin Triple all over the place. You can find me pretty much everywhere under that name, S-H-U-J-I-N. Let me go ahead and introduce you to everybody. We've got a little bit of a different lineup at the moment. I'll kind of explain in a couple of moments for you. Uh, At the moment, let me start off south of me into Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Starting us off this morning. Good morning, Joey changing it up, I see. Well, there's reasons for it. Mm. Off to the right from there, outside of Washington, D.C., otherwise known as, oh my god, people still have a job for some stupid reason. Good morning on Renault Tech. Good morning, folks. And let's find out if the technical side is actually working at the moment from the Midwest of the U.S. Bridget, can you speak now? That wasn't Bridget, that was a cat. So we'll figure out what's going on with Bridget in a moment. I'll, I'll explain in a couple moments. That was over, perfect. Yes. Over the water into Paris, France. Good morning, Joseph. Good morning. And we will see what happens. Uh, Bridget is having a little bit of a problem with microphone. She'd gone ahead and bought a new one. And for some reason, the setup is not going quite as expected just yet. There's something going on. And as we know full well, Google Hangouts, which is the overlay for all of this, has a tendency of being a little bit on the finicky side. We'll what, what is it, it a Windows plug-and-play device? We know, you know those never fail. Yeah, let's, let's not go too far into that. We will see. It's going to be a matter of juggling stuff as usual, but... If you're watching, of course, you may see Bridget disconnect and reconnect once in a while to try to figure out why the hell the stupid thing is not checking over in there. And before anybody goes ahead and starts saying about it, yes, we know, check the OS, check the Google Hangouts, make sure that everything is turned on, things aren't muted, things got the right level. We know. We know. We've been through this over and over and over again. It's We'll get around to it. And uh, Bridget, I'm assuming that you can actually hear us. She can actually type to us so that we can get some kind of feedback one way or another. If um, if you keep trying it out and you just want to just keep speaking out into the void until we hear you, perfectly fine. Don't worry about that. You do that as often as you can. So uh, we will see. Uh, just to be on the safe side, let me make sure that you are not accidentally muted anywhere. No, you are not. No, everything looks like it It should be just the way it's supposed to be. Um, yay. From my side, because I've got a little bit of, uh, I got a little power over on my side because I'm the one that's, you know, hosting the whole damn thing. So if you are watching live, of course, uh, the system says I don't have anybody watching live at the moment. You know, what? it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. I'll explain about that in a minute. Um, thank you. Of course, as always, you can take advantage of the live chat feature and it's on the screen for you somewhere. I don't know where the hell it is. it's somewhere on the screen to worry about it. And I will have the screen up so that I can check in with you guys and make sure everything's working right. Uh, for those of you that might be at all interested, because uh, nobody is watching according to the feedback, uh, I will go ahead and let you know that uh, tonight I've decided that I'm going to go with the Guinness Drach. Because it's Klingon and I speak it in the original Klingon, much to Joe's uh being pissy at me. and I, I the first time I've actually picked it up and, and heard the little uh little plastic ball you said was inside of this thing, eh? If
1: you're speaking, you're not actually speaking that would probably be because i was muting myself for the purpose of being you know, nice to me i know yes <laughs> and uh no it's not a it's not a uh ball it's more of a uh conical thing is it i will
0: uh i'll take your word on that i cannot uh
2: that little carbonizer in the bottom
0: not I don't... Quite. I don't I don't I don't know. I can't I can't. Well, I don't I I don't know how
1: I don't know. I don't know how it is for cans but for the bottle. It it kind of floats on top and is situated around the neck to prevent uh, the head from overflowing.
2: Uh, The last time I had a can of Guinness that had one of the little. Like
1: like I said, I can't speak for the cans.
2: The last time I had one where one was in the can, it was something that was rolling around on the bottom, and it was heavy. It did not float around. No. So I don't well, know if they yeah, had I mean,
1: a wait or what. Uh, well, it, it, in the case of the cans, I don't know. So I, I can only speak from the bottles because I like my Guinness bottled. I like my bread to come in a bottle.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's fine
0: uh, as a matter of fact i can actually kind of see it in there it is white it does appear to be plastic and it is floating right behind the the tab so there we go so
1: uh for those of you that are at all um interested and it's 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 just to prevent the head from getting and, out of control and ensures that you get every last drop of that delicious Guinness
0: we shall see and uh bridget uh yeah. i can sort of hear you speak again uh hello there you hi. are. hi hi so uh now that i can properly intro before i go ahead into the into the from the midwest to the u.s mystery guest welcome back bridget
4: <laughs> well thank you for having me
0: yes yeah is, uh, is this the uh is this the uh the, the yeti or is this uh back in the old set
4: Yes, yeah, this is back to my old gaming headset that i okay. use when i'm playing games okay
0: but okay, whatever we'll works. Yeah, for, we'll, we'll, for we'll figure it. We'll okay. figure it a little bit later. Don't worry about. Oh, Wait, you play I did games. not know you were a gamer. Yeah. Cool.
4: And we may have another person join us uh, in the hangouts from uh, the Sprint store. <laughs> <laughs> He's a Closet Rush fan. Yeah. Mm. So y- yeah.
0: they they do know that this is not a Rush centric. Uh, yes. 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 Okay.
4: Yes. Yes. Okay. He asked what it was about, and I told him, and I told him about our little, uh, you know, cast of uh, co-host on here, and he's like, oh, that sounds really cool. What was the name of that again? So, should, should
0: yeah. Be really easy for most people. Okay, so, um, <laughs> glad you were able to make it. Stephanie, I do see you over there, and by the way, so that uh, those that are paying attention, yes, get us drunk, we will. Uh... Draft.
3: What? I, I, I swear,
0: original Klingon, man, what do you want? It okay. It's starting to smell like it's beer.
1: So, should taste a lot like a heavy, like homemade bread.
0: Um, no. Then no, again, no. that
1: is, that that is a different brand than I or a different uh, kind than I usually drink. I I just drink, you know, regular, you know, no, it's, black, it's, it's, black it's, bottle, gold harp.
0: That's it's, it's fine. Uh, I was odd um it it feels how do i say it? it it tastes watery it's it's not um like what i would expect it to be this and
1: since we're uh referencing so much star trek here tonight uh no you are not watching the evil parallel universe i just haven't shaven for a while
0: and don't oh, worry about it it's
4: perfectly that'd be way cooler though you know
1: it's all well and good until you start to have it look like this, you know, well, where- because in that universe, I'd be really nice and still Catholic.
4: Oh, uh, that would suck.
1: See, it's got to yeah. be the opposite.
4: Yeah, yeah, I, I see where you're going with
1: that. So, you know, I'm just my usual asshole self. Ah. Yeah. Well, um,
4: you do you, Joey. <laughs>
1: hey, I'm not afraid to admit that I'm an asshole.
4: I mean, neither is Foda.
1: That's true.
0: That's true. That's
1: that's true. (laughs) That's true. Um, I mean, hello. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. But but Foda's my buddy and so are you. Yeah. Y'all are good.
1: It's all good. All right. I um,
0: I ain't your buddy, guy. Don't. No. No.
4: No, no, no. no, We're not doing that
0: one. (laughs) Last week, we ended up having somebody start doing the whole are you Pergant thing. And I, I, I did catch that. and I did tell you to cut the hell out. So <laughs> you know who you are and you should feel bad about it. Should. I, uh, yeah, I don't know, probably not. not anyway. Uh Stephanie's giving me crap over here. Draft is the proper pronunciation and means straight from the barrel. So I'm not sure what Shujin is drinking. I am I am drinking uh, Guinness Drach Stout. It's it's draft.
4: It's draft, it's yeah. Drach. It is not.
0: Ooh. Ooh. Oh, this is g- Okay, I don't know. No, no, no. I don't know what it is, but I've suddenly got a very late aftertaste that um it's I've not had this taste before. This is in the back of my throat. Um this is actually kind of a vile taste. Little better. Uh that you could say that. <laughs> That's the best part. No. No, it's no, not. no, no, this is no. No,
1: this is this but is but not. again, I've never drank from the cans. I I don't like beer from cans. So
0: yeah, no, this is this is this is definitely not exactly uh, bitter. Because I mean, I've had some of the other ones where it was bitter. Uh, something about that doesn't taste right.
1: Um, I yeah. I drink bottles not because I'm a hipster or anything like that, but simply because aluminum outgasses and it affects the taste. Yeah, I I don't know I don't know what the hell
3: is going yeah,
4: on. and and I think beer is like wine and things. I mean, there are people who have favorite this or that, but it's mostly an acquired taste. You know, I like tequila, but most people are like, ew. Oh. so you know, I can do shots of
1: tequila. I mean, what do you want, tequila? What tequila? But only the good what? stuff. What for? It makes me happy.
4: Yeah, I I don't do the you know Jose Cuervo. I, yeah, I like Don Julio, but you know personal yeah. preference
1: that's so, yeah. why i will never drink corona mm-hmm. there you go yeah,
0: the the
4: last, is nasty
1: yeah the
0: last time i heard um stuff like that uh the only thing it's good for is testing gravity
3: mm.
0: when you fall over that you, neither here nor there let me let me get a oh god this taste in my throat is really really vile yeah i don't think i'm gonna be having any more of this
4: no, but you're still okay with the blue moon, right?
0: So, uh, so far, yeah, I, oh, blue, I like that.
1: The blue moon was in a bottle. It was. It was. It was. It was. It was.
4: for a non connoisseur of beers, I think that was a good place to start, and not too, yeah, not too strong.
1: No,
0: that no, was. It was actually. Uh, it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah th- this is. I know, yeah, I, I don't. I don't. This is not a, seriously this is not a good taste this is not a bitter beer taste that i've got in the back of my throat i don't know what this is this is
4: like nasal spray
0: i don't i don't don't even know (laughs) i don't even know this is this is this is not right i can i can pretty well go on that one uh tripping i do see you over there hi uh let me just get everything rolling because um yeah this is this is not what people are tuning in for Mm -hmm. i hope Uh, figure it out from here Let me get everything rolling then. So with uh, five minutes on the clock to get everything rolling over here, your five-minute freestyle starts right now. Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ear. It's not about corn season, and you should know that. That's that's the only joke I'm going to make about this. Friends are there for you. We've heard that many a time. Friends are thicker than water. We've heard that one. Friends are the people who check in on you. And they are the ones who will also know for well. If you go ahead and you say, I'm okay. They'll know enough to go, okay, and not push. Sometimes they'll go ahead and they'll push just a little bit. Are you sure? Is there something I can do? They'll offer. Sometimes they're the ones who will just do a little something for you, just out of the blue, when they know that you could use a little something. Maybe they'll send you flowers. Maybe they'll send you hostess ding-dong. You know, just a little something. Sometimes they'll just go ahead and they'll just say, how about I just stay here with you? Don't say anything after that. Just be a presence with you. We have a lot of different types of friends around us. Some are a little bit more vocal than others. Some are a little bit more tactile than others. Some are a little bit more acerbic than others, for good reasons. it's hard to remember sometimes the number of friends that we do have, especially in times when we need them, because, you know, you're you're going to feel like you've got the world against you. And it's hard to remember that there are people in your corner. We're there for you. I mean, it, it doesn't always seem like that because we're so removed from each other and as some people have said, you know, internet friends are not real friends. No, no, your your internet friends are still your friends. They may not necessarily be there to give you a comforting hug when you need it or a dope slap up the backside of the head if you desperately require it, but we're here. We're the ones that are on the other side of the line. Now, once upon a time ago, those internet friends were much more analog. They were pen pals. Sometimes you had a pen pal you never got the chance to meet. You just knew an address and you wrote, you stuck some postage on it. And if you're lucky within a month, you get a letter back that you could read. It's good to have people. It's hard to have people. It's easy to forget people are around you. And as I have at the end of our show notes, every time if you go looking at the bottom of it, scroll all the way down, you will see a little something that I started saying. It's okay to be lonely, but don't ever think that you're alone. And it's hard for me specifically to remember that, especially this month. We've crossed over into May, the month when I lost my wife. It's going to be 13 years. And it's hard for me to remember that I have people around me who are looking out for me. It's hard to remember that. I know that I do. It's just hard to remember sometimes. It's even harder this time because this is 13 years, like I said. We were married for 12. So this is now the longest I've ever been away. And it's tough. Thank you for being close enough to help me. Because I know full well how you treat me, somebody that you know to a certain degree, would like to think that that's reflective of how you would treat pretty much anybody else that needs a couple of moments of time. Thank you for being friends with a whole bunch of people that you may not have ever met before. Feels good to know that there are people out there that care. Episode 210 on the docket tonight, Your Honor, the power of One dollar. Now, for those of you that remember the movie Trading Places, the bet was all for one single solitary dollar to change the life of somebody. And, well, that's all it came down to. They screwed over people, and they screwed them back for one dollar. But this time out, kind of recently... A couple of gentlemen with brown skin were arrested and taken in on charge. Well, not exactly charged with, but accused of, you know, of, of trespass and, and, and just hanging out in the Starbucks by a manager that don't know what in the hell they were thinking. And after uh, some hours of having to deal with the police and dealing with the CEO of Starbucks, who came out and spoke with a gentleman, they basically said, look, let's just settle this simply. Pay us a dollar each, symbolically to say, yeah, we screwed up, but pledge some money. In order to get the kids to be entrepreneurs, to make them enabled, so that they can make things better for themselves, also, and the city said, "Okay, that's that's what we'll do," and they laid out two hundred thousand dollars yes. for that program. And CEO of Starbucks said, "You know what? Let's fix this ourselves." They closed down shop for a day. However much money they lost, however much business they've lost in the future, they've just yeah, they closed down they said, thousands of locations. They closed them all. And they said, we will retrain everybody so that we don't have this happen again. The power of saying, let's not screw people over, but let's make things better. We're not going to talk about specifically this Philadelphia incident, but we're going to talk about how we can work for the better without necessarily screwing people over. Because win-win is always better than lose-win. So we're going to work towards that. Uh, As an aside, by the way, normally I would go over to Heretic Woman and talk about this, but she's been up since 5 o'clock well, technically yesterday at this point here on the Eastern Seaboard. So she's probably asleep, or at least she damn well better be, because she sent me a she sent me a doctor's note signed by Epstein's mom. I don't know what the hell she was thinking, but so she's not here. But unfortunately, I don't have any new news for you guys on Rafe Badawi, other than as I'd mentioned last week, Justin Trudeau is um making much more official rumblings for the Saudi Arabian people to see about getting him freed this. And in the interim, we now have uh, another blogger who has been picked up in Egypt for insulting religion, hmm. which is a whole other fiasco. I don't have very much information because the news article I had on that one didn't have names and specifics other than someone who was picked up in Egypt. However, since we have no other new news at the moment, as of the recording of tonight's show, this is now five years, ten months, eighteen days since Rafe Badawi was unjustly incarcerated for thought crime. Our thoughts and our hopes are still with you and your family. We are still hoping. Now, my apologies for the um, sound that you guys are hearing in the background every once in a while for me. That is my computer fan. I'm going to... I'm going to get away from the computer in a couple of moments so that I can open my window and get some cooler air in here because uh, my computer's not happy because, well, you know, it's the way it is right now. I got I to see what I can do about that. But in the meantime, yeah, so uh, the the gents over there in Philadelphia and we'll, we'll kind of recap part of this. Uh, yeah, it was a it was a bad situation that really shouldn't have happened in the first place. Uh, Bridget, since, um, since you've got a voice now and you, you know a little bit about this, yeah. uh, do you want to give a, a real quick recap while I open up my window over here and, and mute myself?
4: Uh, sure, I can do that. Okay. Uh, go ahead and mute yourself. The recap of the story is there were some uh, African-American men who went into a Starbucks in Philadelphia and they were waiting for a friend to join them. Um, these were professional men that worked in real estate and, you know, it's pretty common for people to meet at a Starbucks and wait for clients to show up if they have business to discuss. Um, there's nothing unusual about that. Um, one of the managers, uh, decided that since they weren't buying anything at the time that I guess they were scary or something, and um, so she called the police to have them evicted from the premises because they were not paying customers. And when you know, they, when they tried to explain that they were waiting for someone else to come to the table, um, she was not buying it and had them arrested. And said that that was you know their corporate policy uh that if if you're not spending money there that you're not welcome there but that is not the case if you look at their corporate policy you know they have a wi-fi hotspot for a reason and you know all are supposed to be welcome there they like people to stay there and you know if they're there long enough they might buy things and spend money
0: yep and uh it turns out after the fact and thank you for the For the time uh that's yeah it's not the corporate policy and they went ahead and and ceo went ahead and told them all look um people come in they come in and that's it don't worry about it if if they're homeless
1: haven't come in don't worry about it just let them sit i mean historically speaking the coffee the the typical idea of the coffee shop has always been something of a social place. Um, They actively encourage people to come in because the more people that are there, the more people say, Oh, well, Oh, Hey, I know that guy. Let's go talk to him. And, you know, or, you know, random conversations start. Uh, It happens to me all the time at like Tim Hortons or such. I don't go into Starbucks because there aren't any Starbucks near any place that, you know, I actually go to.
4: And yeah, my point is if they didn't want people to linger, then they wouldn't have made it so comfortable and friendly to uh, laptops and you know, Wi-Fi connections and all that.
0: Yep. So, yeah. So things went poorly over there in Philadelphia. But the guys kept a very cool head about it i i can't believe i'm i can't believe i'm gonna say this because i can nobody got shot or tased thank the flying spaghetti monster for that
1: one or pepper sprayed yeah. or pepper sprayed or zip tied or
0: yeah there's or a there's a,
1: in the face
0: yeah
2: or how about uh had a running start by a police officer while they were held down with their hands behind their backs being cuffed and the officer running up kicks them in the head like a football
0: yeah, yeah. which recently was just in the news mm-hmm. which which is a which is a whole other thing and yeah i'm all too familiar with that mm-hmm. one too
3: yeah.
0: but um yeah you've got uh you've got some background, background stuff what's going on for you there tech Yeah, Uh, not
4: speaking. Please mute tech. Thank you.
1: Or Joe, was that you? Maybe. Uh, Yeah.
3: Maybe.
1: Hold on. I do have a fan running because it is quite toasty in here. Um, Yeah. Mute yourself. Let me hear. Yep, that one's yours. Okay. Okay. So that explains that. Okay, I'll turn it down, and hopefully that'll be enough. Any better? Thanks. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, it is quite toasty in here. Yep. Fair enough. All
0: right, so we'll work it how we can. So the point of it is, um, these gentlemen, and I, I I can't help but call them gentlemen, decided that the better the greater good was, okay, we're not gonna try to drag out for however the hell long it's gonna be in the in the courts and you know sue Starbucks or, or the city and you know see about getting a high profile on all the, No, we just want things set right. And that's something that seems to be
4: like in it, society,
0: yeah, yeah the the idea of look um i I don't want to punish anybody, I just just don't want this to happen again let's just you know make it right and that's that's a that's a level that you know what it is It's a level of civility mm-hmm. that's what I was trying to find that is. Like you said, it seems to be sorely lacking in a lot of areas, uh, especially the political scene. But we're not going to go too far in there.
1: Well, I mean, for example, other cases like this where people have sued the pants off of a uh, franchise or something as a result. Unfortunately, what a lot of people look at a situation like this as is their golden ticket. Yeah. Yes.
0: And we know for well that there is the long-running joke about the woman who sued McDonald's for coffee spilling in her lap. That's the old joke. Until people find out, it was third-degree burns. And And surgery for reconstruction. and and She didn't spill her coffee. It was um, it was over hot. It was above and beyond what it was supposed to be, significantly so, temperature-wise, to prevent that from happening. Even at the time, because it's since been dialed back a little bit. And you know, it. Like I said, it's the joke, is that well, you know, ha, pff, I've spilled coffee myself at home all the time, and you know, the hell, yeah, unless you're Italian, that doesn't really hold very much water. Please forgive the intentional puns well not a pun but anyway
4: next metaphor
1: yeah sure metaphor. yeah let's, let's however that still
5: doesn't
1: that does not excuse the lady who put her rv on cruise control on the highway and went back to make herself a sandwich Ye-
5: ah i, d- well, I what did, what does this have to do with the starbucks case the
0: well let's kind of put it it, into was, perspective. it was a matter
1: of what we call frivolous lawsuits and, you know, darwin awards.
3: Uh, did Starbucks turn out to be there.
1: that?
4: No no
1: no. Oh, no, no, no. no, 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 uh. no.
0: Okay, well, the the reason I'm bringing up the McDonald's case is because in the social consciousness, that particular situation has been viewed as well, she got coffee spilled on her. What was the big deal? Why did she earn $24 million because she got
1: coffee spilled on her? Yeah, well, that's why a lot of people consider that to be a frivolous case, but they don't know all the facts about the case. For example, as Shujin said, the coffee was over hot. And third degree burns
0: and reconstruction and skin grafting. And in the social consciousness, that one seems like, why should anybody bother? Because they don't know in this particular case, this is a situation where these guys could have gone ahead and put the screws to the city and to uh, Starbucks itself, but they decided the better good was just to say, look, let's not go down that route. Let's just make things better. Now, the reason why I wanted to kind of deal with this is that like i said this is a level of civility that does not pop up in the news very often anymore sadly we don't hear about this nearly as often as most of us would like i know for well that i would watch the news more often if i heard that people were you know the being human to each other for change
5: mm-hmm. if there are reasoning it, exactly and, and that's there's, there's something in that starbucks thing I, i'd like to underline Sure. Um, like these guys um they weren't bothering anybody correct but when someone intervenes um and makes an issue of it uh it's actually the person intervening that becomes the issue and not the people uh being targeted
0: yes that's correct yep. yeah and that's and that's why uh to me it was wonderful that the CEO, uh, like I said, of Starbucks said, "We're going to close everything one day," and like I said, knowing full well, there's no income for that day. There could be loss of revenue later because some people will think, well, you know, they'll they'll just blow them off and say, "We'll we'll go over to any other coffee shop." Will not name names because there's too many to go by, but. Yeah
5: that's minimal it, it 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 is and it isn't well, they, you look at the whole picture they they probably gained a lot more by doing that than they lost
0: mm-hmm. possibly so but they also they also knew for well that one day's worth of income it is it, not chump change i mean let's face it but at least they knew that for the future it's an investment Sure. They know for well that if if they teach everybody correctly, the managers especially, this doesn't happen again, the likelihood for another situation like this where they would be open to some kind of harassment suit, and justifiably so, very likely, is minimized greatly, which is, which is always a win.
5: It's like everything we do in life. If they didn't think it was beneficial to their survival, they wouldn't do it. Right
0: and you're right uh, I mean the the cynic in me does recognize that yes for future they get some creed because you know they they get they get some PR out of it and people might be more inclined to frequent the places because
5: of the good PR and history I'll look on them kindly or more kindly yep and it's yeah. a great distraction from their principal um goal which is basically profit making but
0: to be fair i mean that's every business's
5: goal for, is to make more money yeah well yeah but when your goal becomes making more money the actual business you do becomes less important it
0: it it does tend well for some groups yes For some, not as much. There are still some companies out there that still believe, look, we're doing well. And that's because of the people who are doing the job with us. Let's take care of them first and foremost. Case in point, once upon a time ago, Ben and Jerry's, the ice cream company, used to have it where the top paid employee could not, could not make more than 10 times the lowest paid employee. Once upon a time ago, they've since done away with that.
5: I think if you want something, if you want a business that's more human, um, I think, you know, people actually caring about what they do. I think that's an important element to it. Agreed. Yep.
2: That's why you need to get rid of human resources departments and bring back the Department of Personnel.
4: In some cases, I agree with you.
2: (laughs) Because honestly, you know, I've heard a lot of the older generation talk. You know, uh, saying, "Hey, man, as soon as they changed it from the Department of Personnel to Human Resources, the companies, you could see them stop giving a shit." Because at that point, they were thinking about employees as nothing more as an expendable resource rather than people,
5: cattle. Human resource. Mm.
2: Wow. Not even cattle. Hell, mm. Cows are treated better than people, even before they're slaughtered.
4: Yeah, I, I have to concede that point. That's cases. funny,
5: because when, when profit becomes the focus, it, it tends to dehumanize people. Yeah, and yes. when you have people who measure their profits in the
2: billions, they're so far removed from reality, it's not even funny anymore.
5: That's also a good point, because people who prioritize one element of a situation tend to neglect the other. So if the goal is basically profit, um, that nobody's looking at the whole picture anymore. Really? Everybody looks at the parts of reality that are most convenient to them.
4: Well, and and besides that, most big corporations have a board of directors and,
3: and know, their responsibility
4: things. to their shareholders and their stakeholders is to maximize profits as much as possible.
5: And they neglect the rest.
4: Exactly. And, yep. and, you know, because their duty is to the stakeholders and the shareholders.
5: And it
0: comes up every quarter. Did we make money this quarter? How much did we make above and beyond the previous quarter?
5: died in quarter. the process. Does yeah. that come up? Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> the other thing is, is you have a lot of companies who stopped – looking at the overall, what is long-term goals that are going to profit the company, the people, the shareholders, everybody involved. Because you can actually create a plan of action for your company that is over a period of time going to ultimately benefit everybody involved. Mm -hmm. But you won't always be able to benefit everybody involved in the short term unless you follow through on the entire plan. And there are so many people on all, all ends of that spectrum, employees, shareholders, VIPs, you name it, all of them. There's people on every end that don't understand that.
0: Yeah. You know what? Uh, just before we, just before we went to air, uh, Joey and I were talking about the, uh, uh, the Guinness company. And, uh, what was it you were talking about, uh, about their uh, their uh, landlord lease Joe Uh-oh mute button
4: No, he doesn't have a mute button on.
0: Well, his his is uh, you have a physical Yeah, it's a, it's a different thing for him. Uh, uh, he, he might have stepped away. But yeah. um, short version, the if memory serves, the Guinness company when they set up their uh, their operations over there in Ireland, they have a land lease of, again, if memory serves, approximately five thousand
5: years. Wow. No joke. I that's it. an exception, isn't it? Uh, quite, quite. Yeah, that, because normally the 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 ter- the land has to go by. Nobody owns anything in in England after a given amount of time. Everything goes back to the Queen.
1: Yeah, well, yes, it. But- we- Uh, This is not part of
5: England. Oh, I'm sorry. We're talking about Guinness, right?
1: Right. Yes.
5: Okay. Dublin is not part of England. (laughs) And and you're going to
1: start an international
5: incident. Oh, no, don't. don't, don't, don't. So, uh, no, but why why do they have that rule then?
1: Moving on. um, My apologies for stepping away there for a moment because I had there was a lot of rumbling going on and i went out out to the main room to see what was going on and apparently we have puppy thunderdome going on <laughs> wow man you want yeah. can Dude, i can i call view st- st- review but uh to to clarify things the st st james gate brewery in dublin was purchased in 1759 and was uh, was, was excuse me it was leased in 1759 which the lease signed was a nine thousand year lease at forty-five pounds per annum. Mm-hmm. So sorry, nine thousand years.
0: One quick calculation. I was I was only off by you know fifty <laughs> uh, percent.
4: Sorry. Seventeen
1: fifty-nine Plus nine
5: thousand. Leased from who? Just
2: uh, the... put it this way: if that company manages to stay in business until that lease runs out,
0: they've got one hell of an advertisement waiting for people.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, they, they already do. I mean, they've they've had the the land from the seventeen hundreds. I mean, damn
1: they they still have um, <clears throat> they still have eight thousand seven hundred forty one years on their lease. Oh
4: my gosh. Yeah, if they're yeah. still around that long then uh, props to them. And yeah. I take it
2: the lease is set the the money is set
0: in stone, right? Pretty much. Argument mm-hmm. to antiquity. That's not, <laughs> no no. No. <laughs> Argument
5: to popularity.
4: I like it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh we can't go with popularity with me because uh i I'm, I'm
4: you're not. Uh, you
0: feeling us. Yeah. Now, well, not this one. It, not this one. Now, to be fair, as as Joe has said, this this particular version might be kind of something weird and different. So it's entirely possible that what I've got here is not indicative
1: of
5: the For typical.
1: Really? Yeah, the typical black label Guinness. Okay. Whole, so. Th- Beg your pardon, but that lease is no longer in effect because the uh, in the uh, during the 19th and early 20th century, uh, the company went ahead and just bought the land that the uh, uh, brewery is on. Bought so
0: from who? Uh, whoever it was that uh, that owned the land that they were leasing off of. It doesn't yeah, who specify it
5: from too, It doesn't
0: specify. Um, it's kind of important. Listen, well, mother. I... It it was it was you know, it it was probably a bunch of sheep. <laughs>
1: it was probably just a bunch of sheep.
4: <laughs>
1: I mean,
5: it's, it's,
1: yeah, it just it just says that they leased it. They didn't it doesn't say who they leased it from.
5: Oh, I All leg right. this brewery to my illegitimate children. <laughs> <sighs> would it should be, be the weird. sheep. All right. Anyway.
3: Mm. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's
5: see. Um. On behalf of Holy Crap the Vlog,
0: we'd like to announce that we do not in any way, shape, or form condone animal husbandry. Keep that in mind.
5: Uh, animal wifery is
0: fine. <laughs> I do <don't know. laughs> Sorry. The staff and management here at Holy Crap the Vlogcast would like to announce that animal husbandry and animal wifery are not to be condoned in any way, shape, or form for the hosts.
5: Thank you. Actually, Actually you know what, don't
1: don't don't make me
5: keep talking I, I could
1: be wrong, but if I'm reading this correctly, uh, the original owner was the church.
0: Um, were they using the old pipe organ pipes?
5: For the choir boys. no no
1: no no it wasn't yeah. built it wasn't built inside of a church no I got you I got you no I'm that, that,
5: that that's, the,
1: that's the church brew works in uh Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh yeah yeah it's it's it, it's a, it's a thing uh TD
0: I do see you over there by the way I was talking about you earlier do you know what you did don't do that again anyway um yeah I, I know I know Stephanie Stephanie's reminding me it's an ancient Term meaning looking after animal. I know, I know. See the problem? It is it it is trans. No, D- different different show. Yeah, different show for another day they, when you they, don't have to worry yeah. about it.
1: They got the they have the merit badge port and everything. Of course, animal gynecology falls
5: under a completely different. Okay, we're moving along here. We're back onto topic. I was always wondering what arm long rubber gloves were for. <laughs> This.
1: Uh Mr Mar- this. Mr. Markery, I I only have the highest admiration. Okay, so
0: let's just move along into, into the Are we derailed yet? This is uh holy crap, the vlog cast uh episode two ten take two and action. Thanks ever so much. You're welcome. One of these days I'm gonna get a clapboard. That's what's that's what it's actually called. People, shut up. Anyway, so okay, so civility in in times of advertisement, ad, adver, ad, adverse what the hell is the right word for it.
1: Adversary. Adversary. Sure. Um, adv- advers
4: <laughs> adver-
3: adversity <laughs> adversity. Adversity. Ad-
1: adversity, ad- adversity, adverse conditions, whatever you want to. Ad- adversity. <laughs>
0: maybe, maybe I had enough alcohol in that little swig that it's screwed up my. No, it's got nothing to do with that. It's just late. I'm sorry yeah. about that.
1: You... <laughs> no, you're
0: not. Bullshit.
1: Today's word on Sesame Street is adversity.
4: Welcome to my brain.
5: More <sighs> important. With this picture.
0: More importantly, am I bleeding from my head today? Joey knows exactly what I'm making reference to because you're screwed. Adversarial times. Sure, TDTF has got it over there. Yeah, thank you. Uh, but um, the, the, the idea of, of civility not being present at this point is somehow, to me, completely antithetical to what American civil life has been for 200 years. I mean, yes, I'm going with 200 years because the 70s, we had Nixon. And Nixon is a carbon copy of what's happening now in a lot of respects. And yes, I'm making it very much about the American experience because i don't really have anything else to go by i'm I'm sorry for that you know you guys know for well i try not to make it american-centric i really really try not Uh, but i can remember a time when it used to be in the political scope you disagreed on what it was that you were trying to accomplish but you at least agreed on what needed to change. You had a goal. You wanted things to be better for
1: something. To solve a solution to, to 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 solve a problem. Everybody. Like everybody knew the system uh, that the particular issue had to be fixed, but everybody had different opinions on how to go about fixing it. Right. Exactly.
0: But even though there were disagreements on how to get to that end point. At least it was, okay, look, you've got your way of doing it. We've got ours. Let's get into trying to figure out how is yours supposed to work? How is ours supposed to work? And let's find out how we can just marry the best that we can of what we've got in order to get to the final goal. And it always was a matter of compromise. It always is. But it wasn't always a bad thing. Now, it's like, if you if,
1: if ain't with us, he gains us. And we're also going to go ahead and stick a whole bunch of completely unrelated topics and attach it to this bill so that, you know. Yeah,
0: that's, that's, that's exactly it. If we can't get our way, we'll get our way, th- uh, forgive me, through the back door. Shut up. I know. I know.
1: Shut up. We're not going down that road.
4: That referred to as a poison pill.
1: Things you can say about your government, but can't say about your girlfriend.
0: Uh, I, 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 could. Well, no, I, I, I could. I couldn't. I don't have one.
4: Sorry. Yeah, and what a lot of people don't stop and think about is when things are tried, you know, added on that have nothing to do with said bill. Um, you know, people who are in support of the good intent of that bill. Will have to vote no for it because they can't be okay with the writers, and then yep. you have the media going, Well, you know, Miss Pelosi's against helping the kids, and you know, blah blah blah, because of whatever writer was attached to that bill. That happens yep. all the time,
0: yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, somewhere,
5: I, oh god, where the hell it, it was, why somewhere, that, why isn't that ever labeled as dishonest? Oh, I, oh okay, uh, hold, hold, hold. <sighs>
4: That's a whole different topic, Joseph. Well, that's, yeah, that's sort-
1: kind of why the modern day uh, context of the word uh, politician is almost synonymous with the context of the word lawyer.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So here, here's, here's the thing. Somewhere, okay,
0: I don't remember where it was. It's somewhere in the Midwest of the U.S. I forget exactly where it was. So please forgive me there was a vote in a state legislature that was that was put out in the press as having been against bestiality or or zoophilia regardless having sex with an animal a human having sex with an animal and there Husbandy. were no don't know because that's, that's a legitimate thing actually having sex with an animal. And there were several, I believe it was 10 state legislators who voted against the measure. And that was the headline. And there were people who saw the headline and said, who would be stupid enough to vote against such a thing? I would like to find them. I would love to go ahead and and, and read them the riot act. And that's the nicest way of putting it. And I was the only one on that particular thread who said, I would like to see what was added to that bill to determine why they voted against it that isn't completely in the public view. Exactly. That's why, because you can then say, These are people who are against uh, criminalizing bestiality, even if it's not a matter that they're against it, so much as maybe there is a writer in there for uh, extra money for a program to help churches rebuild from a, a lightning strike when they're not supposed to be. Or something that's otherwise completely illegitimate.
4: Or detrimental to society.
0: Possibly so.
3: But like it's a matter evidence, that you can, yeah.
0: yeah, but it's something that you can spin and saying, look, we voted against bestiality. We voted for this, for this law, but they didn't want to. So look at how much they care when it's a matter of, uh, no, I actually read the legislation and it's piss poor legislation so you can score points with the, with the public that way or so it would seem political clout being what it is. Uh, but, um, over in the chat, Stephanie is, Stephanie has kind of put something. I blame Reagan. Nixon got dropped on hard. Yeah. Reagan didn't exactly do, uh, a lot of, Great things. He he's actually responsible for a lot of bad things, admittedly. But the the time of differing politicians working together, to me, really seemed to have gone out the window. With with Nixon, people had all kinds of problems with JFK. He's uh, he's Roman Catholic. He's young. He's going to be a shill for the Pope. And he basically said, uh, "No, I'm the president of this country. That's my job. Period. First and foremost." And he 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 he, he kind of did the job that he said he was supposed to do. LBJ, uh, well, LBJ was kind of wimpy, admittedly. But, you know, Nixon basically said, screw y'all, I'm, I'm going to do it my way. And I- if it's illegal, who in the hell cares? I'm the president. Because I do it, it's not illegal. And I, like I said, to me, that's, that's really where it, it has its biggest jumping off point when people think that they can just do whatever the hell it is they want to do because they're in a position to be able to do it. And like I said, these guys could have, uh, in, in Philadelphia, they could have just gone ahead and said, screw y'all, we're going to go ahead and take everybody on, and we can probably win this. But no, they, they they didn't. And like I said, before Nixon, there were differences of opinion, sure, but when all was said and done, okay, this is where we are, let's work towards. And um, in the Canadian government system, we've talked about this before, there's more than just a two-party system, uh, Joseph. Uh, you are not as not as versed with it as as because you're not living there quite as much. But if I remember right, uh, we've talked about it before, and it would not be uncommon to have five parties uh, elected up to the to the federal level at this point, right?
5: Mm, not living there as much. Are you talking about Canada? Right. Oh, okay. Uh yeah, yeah. I've I remember as many as eight one year uh when I was growing really? up. Oh yeah, yeah. See, Locally now, anyways, maybe.
0: Okay. Mm. Okay. Uh uh in in the US
5: and in can... France here there's tons. There's there's um there's there's as many as um twenty on the list for the first round of um elections, for the first election round. Wow yeah
0: that's that's i I know full well that there would be the first two particular parties, of course the Republicans and the Democrats after that, you start to have a real hard time trying to figure out who is out there to even consider um the green party the let's
5: see the libertarians. We Um, kind of have to lose this winner-takes-all mentality because, um, you know, even these little parties, sometimes they get elected on a local level, which means, like, uh, here it would be, I guess, the equivalent of town mayor. So um, Mm -hmm. this counts for something because these people are part of a greater council always. So they're somewhere in the government if they're elected.
4: And to, uh, you know, uh, tag on to what Joseph just said, most politics is actually local. And that's usually where you need to start at if you want to affect real change, you know, change your community, change your county or the state that you live in. But, um, you know, even votes for school boards, those are so very important. Um, and yeah, you know, uh, appellate judge appointments. Uh, right now, where I live, there is a debate on whether they should be elected or appointed, and there are pros and cons of both. So, you know, do do with that as you will. But it's it's hard to figure out the best method of how to get our elected officials.
5: Yeah, I like that point. Everything should be local, even business. But mm-hmm. um, mm, um, yeah, I don't want to go down another rabbit hole, <laughs> but I mean, it's about, it's about people being responsible for, them, for their own survival. I mean, um, mm-hmm. people being conscious of what's in their environment um, and being responsible for it. I mean, being responsible for the products they buy. Um, and like you, like shujin was saying, earlier it's it's going to basic humanity i mean um, you know humans actually interaction interacting with each other because i mean when you buy from walmart i mean you're buying from some you're not buying from a human you're buying from some nameless Mm -hmm. might as well be a robot like an automated machine
0: yeah funny enough that's that's exactly what i was going to say
5: i I was going to say you're actually that you're dependent on Mm
0: -hmm. yep and uh tech, I do have you back at this point. Welcome back. Yeah, worked this time. Yeah, there you go. Okay. So um but again, the, the biggest problem is that you know the, the civility of just working together. I mean, I, I I don't know how else I can I can really put it. That's the biggest problem that we've got. And why is that such a
5: stumbling block? I mean, this I, is a relatively recent thing. I, I see a greater problem that, um, and this is again, this would be going down a rabbit hole. But I mean, we live in a largely survives through imitation society, where you know there's there's different mo- there's two different modes of thinking. Um, either you're responsible for your own survival, or you're dependent on somebody else for your own survival. And the difference between the two modes of thinking is just enormous. Like everything, uh, empathy, once you're responsible for your own survival, your relation with other humans around you suddenly becomes very important. True. If you're depending on somebody else to make all these decisions for you, your relations with other humans becomes a pattern to follow almost a concept it's almost not real do you see what i'm saying
0: yeah i, I do and you know we've, we've like, talked talked. If,
5: if you're not responsible for your own decisions then you know but no matter what decision you make um it's just like take it or leave it it's like um it's almost as though it doesn't concern you
0: yeah and that's that's something that you've you've spoken about on on many an occasion and it's it's
5: yeah, something i'm sorry that it's come, about that no, no, no. It, i'm leading I, I have to write an essay about this or something so that i could just make the whole thing clear but i mean i, I see something going on um it's kind of outside of the it's like underlying the the general narrative um because we, we tend to talk in the details without digging down further and I kind of see something going on that I I, I have difficulty describing.
3: That's no,
0: okay. Uh, see, the the reason why I'm, I'm saying that um, it it's something that comes up you know, many times over. It's not because you're wrong. As a matter of fact, in a lot of ways, you are right. We we as humans, we we pattern match for survival for a lot of different things, and culturally, we do it also because. Well, again, it keeps us with the greater group, larger group for safety, for prosperity. But the problem of it is, like you said, you know, uh, as you've said on many occasions, the problem with that is that when it's time to make adjustments, it's terribly difficult for individuals to do that because you don't want to go against the group that's for the most part otherwise, served you well and kept you protected and prosperous.
5: But that that demonstrates a total lack of understanding of what's good for survival because if your survival depends on imitating the group, that means you don't understand that what you're you don't understand whether what you're imitating is good or bad for your survival. You just only know that you have to imitate it. Yes,
2: but it may be be, uh, their imitation of maybe based upon what they're indoctrinated into. Um, There's there's people that I work with who don't care if other people have health insurance. They don't care if the other people have enough food on their plate to eat at the end of the day. They don't care about the well-being of others because they see themselves as I have to take care of myself
5: and my family. The rest of the world can go to hell. They only worry about the survival model they're imitating. I mean, exactly. once, you, once you become dependent on someone else or something else um, for but survival, the thing, like, they, they, there's, there's nothing outside of that exists. It's only what you're imitating and your level of comfort. I mean, if your level of comfort goes down so low um, that you become uncomfortable, then yeah, well, maybe you're going to look for another model to imitate. But, um, yeah, it's kind of
3: insane.
5: It's also also just a a severe
2: lack of empathy, too. They don't see the need to care for others because they're they're caring for themselves or caring for their immediate family. That is as far as the responsibilities that they see based upon the nature and nurture of the environment they grew up in.
5: Yeah, I totally, I totally agree. But I, I'd like to put that into another context. It's just that um, when people are only concerned with their own survival because they don't know how to survive, um, when they rely on somebody else to make all the decisions for them, what do you?
2: No, this isn't a person who's relying on others to make the decisions for them this is the person who is making the decisions knowing that if they make these decisions, they will make this money.
5: They will have this roof over their head. They will have this. The, do you see what I'm saying? If they follow the pattern, they're following. Yeah, the pattern. I do.
4: Uh, but I think the, the issue is more that people have this mindset that everything is a zero sum game now. And, you know, if they are have to give up a little something or share something, then, uh, you know they're upset that they've got less and they just want more and more and more I, I
2: especially when i get into those big numbers uh like we talked about earlier before i my connection dropped the people who get into the amount of dollars in their bank account that are uh, absolutely absurd to lose a couple bucks here and there is no. That's not something they they can afford to do. They have no time for that kind of crap. They have no time for any any business decisions that would cost their bank account to go anywhere but up.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: That is true. Unfortunately, they see it as a competition to see who can get the most marbles and the most toys.
5: Yeah, there was. Uh, it's uh, it's read, a for reason for greed's sake. Mm-hmm. It's almost as though people are like cut off from their environment because they're only looking at like one element of the environment. They're like yep. focusing on one bit and they're not look they're not paying attention to the um if the bigger I can picture. find it.
2: What what you just said, cut off from the environment, that that's spot on. Mm-hmm. Um if I can find it, there was I'm a, sure is a post. better way to explain it. Right. There was a Reddit post because somebody was asking what it's really like. They were asking in in the serious ask Reddit uh, forum what it's like for somebody to be a stupid wealthy. And there was uh, a Redditor who put a post. I think I saved it. I will try to find it if we can find it. We will put it in the show notes later, Um, who basically laid out what a day in the life is like in a person based upon their income bracket in the millions and billions and billion and so on and so forth. And what that kind of day, what kind of mentality that life uh, that day in that life in, in basically the person ends up embracing. And I was reading it and I'm going, no wonder people, who make ungodly sums of money can't relate to people. They don't live in our world anymore. They don't live in the world around us as we the regular average person understand it to be. They exist in this just very isolated reality. And I'm and not also- talking about I'm not talking about a gallon of milk. I'm talking about somebody who doesn't understand why people wait in line for anything. Doesn't understand why anybody who would want something
5: can't just go and have somebody go get it for them. Yeah, let me, let me, let me- That's that's also somebody who's never done that for themselves.
0: Possibly so. There's a a video that's making the rounds right now. And uh, I wanna kinda come back to the idea of being disconnected from so much stuff where it was a debate, apparently, with, I believe it was Ted Cruz. I forget what his actual full name is, but, you know, whatever. It's some Hispanic name. Yes, I'm, I'm making a dig. And Bernie Sanders. And Bernie Sanders was having a, a discussion about healthcare with someone who was from one of the Scandinavian countries. I forget which one it was off the top of my head. Please forgive me. And I'll, I'll see if I can, I'll see if I can find it on YouTube so that we can kind of put it over in there. Somebody, somebody put a, uh, make a note in our notes over here so that I don't forget about this. And the question was about how much money is, is taken back out again in taxes, you know, roughly for how much money, you know, for how much healthcare goes for the people because if you go to a doctor for a checkup it's a copay of $10 and as he put it and as far as i can i can requote it was if you should have to go to the hospital because you have cancer god forgive us but how much would that cost zero and they basically came up with a dollar figure of approximately $3000 a year per person in extra taxes. Now, somebody afterwards went ahead and said, $3,000 a year, you don't wanna pay that? Let's break that down. That comes out to approximately $58 a paycheck, basically $100 a month extra per person averaged in the populace. As Dallin has said before, would I miss $100 extra out of my paycheck? A little bit, maybe. And as Heretic Woman has said, if I had to pay an extra $100 in taxes a month to make sure that an eight-year-old kid gets open-heart surgery in Alberta so that they can live... I'll pay $100 a month extra in taxes. This is not, this is not rocket science. This could quite literally be brain surgery for somebody. And if it was a matter of that, $100 a month on average could prevent people from dying horrific deaths or go through the possibility of needing to set up a GoFundMe in order to get cancer treatments.
5: It's I, also because these other people can be you. It's, I'm not sure I
0: understand what you mean.
5: Well, you're paying for other people. But those are, it's like it's like empathizing. Imagine if you were in that situation you know and what? and you can't eliminate the possibility that maybe one day you will be in that situation
0: and you know what maybe that's the biggest thing the idea of empathy is almost foreign in so many ways now it's much more a if i ain't got i don't care
3: mm-hmm.
0: i should have and i will get
5: and screw y'all because because screw y'all if I can diminish it you know look look at how like toddlers behave. their entire world is just like just them themselves the relation to mommy you know mommy's the decider provider and I think modern society is largely this extended into adulthood you know they replace mommy with corporations and the government and but the mentality it's the same it's the same behavior pattern. Just bigger toys,
0: maybe, but the, yeah,
4: the... I' have to, yeah I, I concede that that is
0: a good point, and you know what, uh trippin, I had completely forgotten about that, but as soon as you as soon as I read it, man, you're right on the money, trippin it said, quote, Don't forget the people that commit crimes to get arrested on purpose to get surgeries,
3: mm-hmm. yes,
0: there was if memory serves. I couldn't tell you how far along uh, how far back it was, but there was a story of a an older gentleman in his sixties who robbed a bank. Did not have a weapon, if memory serves, and he 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 put out a, a, a thing. I'm robbing your bank. I would like your money. Thank you very much, and then sat. In the waiting reception area to be arrested, put up no, uh, put up no argument whatsoever. Yep, I'm the guy that you want. Thank you very much. Was intentionally because he needed. Uh, I, I forget it was medically speaking that he needed, and that was the easiest way for him to be able to afford it because he otherwise couldn't afford it. Mm-hmm. And that's. I'm going to say it. That's just absolutely disgusting. Mm-hmm. And
4: and that's one of the reasons why the recidivism rate is so high, too, because, um, you know, some states, it doesn't even have to be a serious felony. If you're charged with felony ever you're ineligible for any kind of benefits when you get out. No job placement, no, um, you know, EBT card, no food assistance, nothing. Yep. And people are very reluctant to hire a felon. So, how are they supposed to make a living and survive if they have nothing to help them?
0: There's another piece on that one, too. Don't forget voting rights.
4: Mm mm-hmm. hmm. Felons are not allowed to vote.
2: Look at how many men are homeless on the street, will do something just so that when the bad weather comes, they get arrested by a police officer so they can spend a night or two in a warm jail cell, maybe even get a meal out of it. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And all for what really is what it comes down to. Let let me, let me give you a, a, let me give you guys a, a, a something that I've been kind of trying to work through. Math is not always my easiest subject, but there's a, there's a piece that I had thought about for myself a while ago. Now, I've, I've talked about this early part of it before, so this is not going to be anything new. If I won a lottery, one of these huge, like, you know, over-the-top $300 million lotteries, how want much... Some,
5: uh, well, uh, oh,
0: there, there's problems with that, but be this as it may, hold on a second. What would I want out of all of that money? And I've already thought to myself about it, What I would want, when all is said and done, $10 million in the bank. That's it. Now, I say, that's it, like, you know, dude, $10 million, who in the hell, follow me on this a second, at currently savings accounts, if you're lucky, 1% interest, Mm -hmm. which I remember, seriously, I remember when I was in banking. When I was a teller in the mid to late '80s and early '90s, I remember when savings account were in the double digits—14, 15 percent. No joke. I remember that. Okay. I
4: remember having CDs that had a 15 percent return on a one-year CD. Yeah.
5: yeah. Now, isn't that isn't that a demonstration of what's wrong with society that they just? are willing to overlook details like quote unquote well, details like that. I mean, well, well, imagine somebody else telling you they they take your money like they're doing they take your money and loan it to other people like they're de- they're doing you a favor and they tell you at the same time that they're doing you a favor. Well, well okay. That's the, the doesn't anybody think anymore? I mean, well. they,
4: the, they have no people have no choice now but to use a bank in this society because if they have a job um, but you it
5: know, doesn't that's uh, also this also goes back to the, the empathy she was talking about because people aren't communicating with people because if everybody got together on mass and just like rejected that, then you know something could change. but it's the individual the individual can't do anything on their own.
4: Well, that's because society is making it so hard. I mean, like, when they use... to it's not society.
5: Payments, it is. No, it's not. It's not society making it hard.
4: Well, okay, businesses are automating things so much okay. that unless you have a checking or a savings account, you literally cannot get paid. Because they wire payments now, and if you have nowhere for it to go, then you're pretty much screwed.
3: Yeah.
5: it It's basically... <clears throat> It's a, there's a larger pattern uh, with um, the ruling society. Well, the um, it's divide and conquer, which means keep your consumers as individuals. And um, I, I really think it's a basic lack of empathy in society that's undoing us. So, in a way, in a way, it is society's fault. But I well, mean, you know, it's,
0: well Well, well, hold on a second, because. Uh, because we're kind of getting away from where I was going to go with this, but uh, Stephanie did put up a a point. Credit unions are the, the, the social way of making a bank without it actually being a bank because Mm -hmm. it's working for the social area or the social group, as opposed to being in, in business for themselves. There's, a whole bunch of different pieces about that one, which is not where I was going. That's what banks
5: once were. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Yes. Okay. Now here's where I was going. If my idea would be, if I were to be stupid, lucky to have, to be able to have $10 million in the bank, 1% interest, 1% is $100,000 a year in interest. Hmm. Now, could I live on $100,000 a year? You know what? Screw it. I'm going to do it. Fuck yes.
4: Very well, where, probably.
0: Yes, where I live, could I live on 50000 a year? Yes, thank you very much. And still have plenty left over. So here's my point. How much money is actually sitting in individual people's account at the 10,000 plus level. How much interest would that generate at 1%? A lot. My point is, how much money would that be? I have no way of knowing because I've been trying to find that out. I've been trying to find out who has the top 20 savings liquid assets, because that's what it would have to be. Mm-hmm. And how much good could that do? How much money could that be put into healthcare to a, a universal uh, – What? Uh, shit, what's the, what's the name for it? Univ- uh, universal Income? how many people could that assist that could otherwise need $50,000 a year? I mean, think about it. $10 million could support easily two people at $50,000 a year easily. You could even get, you could probably squeeze three people depending as to, you know, a, a less affluent area. it's just a matter of being empathetic enough to share you don't have to tell people i'm going to take your toys away from you you could just
5: share well no i think we have to extend it you know that's that's almost ugh, there's there's i agree with you but there's something wrong with that um is that we're stopping at the um the charity part because it's nothing is really charity when you come down when you when you follow the rabbit hole all the way down because what you're doing if you're investing in that you're investing in a society where everybody's a can be a consumer um you see what i'm saying
0: everybody is a consumer at some level
5: well wow. of course but um when you're an investing in a society where everybody has a basic sustenance, um, you're also investing in your own well-being mm-hmm. directly.
0: Not necessarily. If, if you set up a fund silently and, and, tell, and tell the bank, I'm setting up 50... 50? Yeah, let's go with that. 50... million funds that are then going to be filtering out to a hospital. The interest goes to the hospital in order to pay off whatever. And this one is going to go to this school district or that school district or
5: that school district. Well, individual. I'm I'm, I'm talking about investing in a greater system.
0: No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, I am not going to touch the principal on any of these because I don't need to, because I have three times, four times more sitting in my own account. Mm -hmm. But that's still my money. I'm not going to get anything out of it. That interest, that's going away. I don't care what happens. I don't don't care how much it is. I know it's going to be a lot, but it's going to go out to benefit those groups. They are not allowed to know. I'm going to th- put it out through a lawyer. Nobody will know it's from me until I die. And then they can go ahead. They can talk all they want. Uh, perfect example. Um, George Michael did a lot of that stuff. He put out money to individual groups every once in a while. $5,000 here, $10,000 there. Nobody was allowed to talk about it until his death. And then suddenly a shit ton of people went ahead and said, this is what he did.
5: Just to be clear, um, um, my point was about um, paying for a basic income, a minimum income for everybody through taxes.
4: Sure. And then people, in turn, when they spend their money, that would help create jobs because someone has to provide services that they're
5: buying. Exactly. Yeah. Sorry, that wasn't clear.
0: No, no worries. And uh, this is going to sound, you know, the the Star Trek utopia, but... When you have less to worry about as far as to having somewhere to live, being able to get food, pay for education and your own health care, and your other, excuse me, your other dependents too, can't you then work towards your own betterment for your own education for being able to do what you have a drive for doing? How many people, if they could, if they could actually put their time and effort into working towards something that they actually have a a desire for, would go for that instead of I'm picking a cubicle job because it's going to put food on my plate and a roof
5: over my head? Yeah. And it goes beyond that too, because I mean, if everybody's provided for at least to a minimum point, you know, people. People in difficulty, uh, they tend to be dishonest and steal, so like to survive. So if you want to live in a society where you have a risk of being stolen from or lied to or whatever, you, you know, it's also, it's you're investing also into um, a sense of comfort, in a way. And can you guys still hear me? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes, sorry. Regardless. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And if you want to take that even a bit further you know basically what's going on in the u.s is um the corporations are basically emptying the economy because mm-hmm. they're depending on the american population to buy their products but they're investing in other countries to produce them it's like it's like emptying the water cistern that you drink you're you're depending on to, for survival Got and they're, a they're not taking long term it's and like, the it's like to
4: that, though, is that most of them have somewhere else so that they can go when everything here falls apart.
5: Yeah, these people can. They can. Uh, they can just wait for the boat to sink and then just go. You know, work on yeah. find another target. For
4: you know, DR, As, or wherever you know, Dominican yeah. Republic,
5: or some other place. Yeah. Now, so if, we're, if we're, we we have to think about um, our. We have to somehow rise above our. We have to go beyond our individual comfort bubbles. We have to break our indoctrination because that's exactly what we're indoctrinated to do.
2: Bo, you're talking about socialism and communism and ism this and ism that and oh yeah, my god, sure everything's I mean, going to well, be
5: taken away exactly from you. Exactly what they don't want. They don't want people to think beyond their own comfort bubble. <laughs> Yeah. It's scary just thinking, all the stuff just, you have they're gonna just, take it away and they're gonna give it
2: to somebody else and you won't have any left
5: and it's funny how all of these fear these fear threats they all involve somebody else thinking for you
3: mm-hmm. It's
5: like well well what if you decide you know you're living next to this human um, you know what are you gonna exchange with them what do you want to do it's, I mean it's never part of the question it's always about big brother doing something to you. Well, you
2: know, it, it's it's the same it, in my mind's eye. It's basically the same thing in the way that when we have the the pastors and rabbis and priests all saying about how homosexuals are child molesters and this that and the other thing, and it turns out that turn they themselves are pedophiles. You know, they themselves go around molest, sexually molesting children, and the reason why they were out so outspoken it was because it was themselves and so when i hear politicians talk about oh no climate change isn't real they're just trying to scare you it was like okay this person's scared by climate change they're trying to deny it because they don't want to be scared
5: anymore they want to go back to their comfort zone but you see what's going on here because for me society is working on two different levels you've got people who think for themselves and you have got people who don't and a good part of people who think for themselves know full well that a majority of society does not think for themselves and they gear their behavior around what it takes to control them to take advantage of it i mean Mm. this is why i'm capitalizing education yeah for everything
0: yeah let me let me let me put a little something out for you guys back in 1990 god what the hell year was it It was 97 bc no (laughs) roughly 1997 um Yes, it it had to have been 97 because I came in for uh, a... Give you a little uh, preview, uh, a, a, a little view into my professional career. 1995, I helped out Microsoft... Hold on. For the Windows 95 preview program back in March of 95. I remember this very specifically because it was my birthday and it was like, yes, birthday thing for myself. And... Within two years, I was helping out with a different group, but with the same inbound telephone sales organization. No names. However, I remember reading up about the stuff that was going on because Microsoft was under the gun for a lot of different things that they had done and the underhanded tactics and tech will remember about this one when they were having to deal with the FTC about Internet Explorer being shoehorned into everything so that it couldn't be it couldn't be removed without breaking everything and that was a whole big big freaking fiasco
2: oh with the whole internet crapping out the operating system
0: now yeah i remember that now the thing was i remember very vividly reading up about what microsoft was doing and how much liquid money that they had for the uh, for the, for their legal teams. I looked this up at the time. They had $60 T billion Carl Sagan billion dollars in liquid assets for legal services. Mm. Now, wow. Continuing 60 billion Carl Sagan billion dollars Broken down into $10 million chunks, that is 6,000 times. If that was broken down into two people per account, that's 12,000 people. That's one city where everyone could be given $50,000 a year in 1% interest alone. That's granted one of the biggest companies in the world, but still it's a group that had liquid assets specifically set aside for their legal. Mm. That's a large group of people. Yeah. that's That's mind boggling to me. Yeah. Now, Bridget, you you know full well, um, let's let's go with the idea of a hundred thousand dollars a year for one hospital. Granted, that's a drop in the bucket, really, but
3: mm-hmm.
0: could that save, literally, a, a nine-year-old who is going through chemo and radiation for for brain cancer? A uh, hundred
4: thousand dollars might um i mean sometimes treatment will cost more than that if they have to have like a stem cell transplant and and all that other stuff but it would go a long way towards treatment and i can guarantee you without having access you know to that kind of money in this country you know whether it's insurance or inheritance or whatever uh they would die
0: so outlaying a 100 percent now how about from this angle? What if it was covering copays? Mm-hmm. Two hundred dollar copays suddenly—that's a lot of copays for a lot of people, so that their actual healthcare can kick in, or if they've got like what these these crazy, you know, three hundred, four hundred, eight hundred dollar, a thousand dollar a month. Before they see anything from their healthcare providers.
4: Yeah. And, you know, the thing about having them on insurance, you know, early is the earlier that you catch illnesses and diseases, the less they cost to treat and, you know, the fewer chances of it snowballing into other conditions. And, um, you know, it, it does save money in the long run to get preventive treatment. I mean, that is true.
0: Now, see the, the the reason why I'm kind of going with all of this as as you know, my my case. I forget what the what, there's a, the, there's a French expression for it, but I for the life of me, don't remember what it is. Uh, something to resolve. Uh is that the empathy that we're talking about from before, if you do, if you if you do the math. The idea of actually saying, I can do without something that I will never have to worry about in order to help people who will otherwise never see. Mm-hmm. You know, sharing is not a bad thing. Sharing the playground is not a bad thing. And especially when people who've got all of the balls, uh, forgive me,
3: Yeah,
0: you, you share... You share a ping pong ball. You share all the ping pong balls because you've got all the baseballs. Still, yeah. You know, who cares? You, you you share all of the jump ropes because you've still got all the bowling balls. You, you're you're never gonna miss it. So what's what's wrong with sharing whatever it is? It's in this particular case, I'm specifically talking about money because well. You know, everybody wants money. That's why they call it money. But it could just as easily be the betterment of anybody and everybody else in smaller ways. It doesn't have to be money. It could be just going out and you know helping, fostering, mentoring, building, constructing, cleaning. You know, I mean, there, there there's so many different things. But I wanted to use specifically money because everybody, you know, like the expression goes, everybody needs money because everybody wants money because it's the exchange for everything. But you know, you could go out and clean the side of highways here in the U S in Canada. You don't have to do that nearly as much. There are areas in Toronto where you still kind of have to, but seriously, the general stretches of highway on, on Canada, nah, man, Beautiful beautification groups for the highways in Canada for the most part people will be like why you have to do that down there? What kind of a pigsty do you live in? Hmm. Seriously but you could just as easily you know make do with playing nice and seeing what needs to be fixed and helping each other instead of just you know, making everything a piss pot. Yeah. And again, it, yeah, it could you be- You can't tell these
2: people that. You can't tell people who make billions of dollars off of basically the suffering of others that they it is a better idea to share their wealth with the people around them, to share the toys, to share things, Because they're taught that to give anything up, to acknowledge that you have less than somebody else, to not have your money making more money at all hours of the day, you are not a winner. And if you want to be a winner, you have to come out on top. If you're not on top, you're not a winner, you're a loser, you're no good. And it's all about this is a kind of teachings that you learn. If you are Trump, or many other politicians for that matter, many other business people, you—they f- are taught from an early age: if you can't make the money, if you can't get the reputation, you are worthless. Why don't you go sit in a corner and die?
0: It's uh, let's let's be fair. It's not specifically Trump. There are a number, there are large swaths of population whereby this is a thing. Oh yeah, he's not the only one. He just happens to be in a position of authority where this kind of mentality is extremely dangerous. And extremely visible. Now, I can get away with saying this one because I grew up there. I will not fucking live on Long Island again knowing what I've seen and the types of mentality that I've seen where $15,000 for a wedding and your reception is considered, okay, seriously, $15,000? Y- yeah, think sure. think about- that, At buy. least
2: that's a wedding, okay? I've been into Bethesda. I have seen people drop $3,000 on a birthday party For their four-year-old involving a couple hours over at one of those bouncy town castle kind of environments with Papa John's pizza or Pudgy's or or, uh, I'm showing my northern side right now or um, uh, whatever. Domino's, the one is like five bucks a pizza and they're paying 20 to 30 dollars a pizza. They're getting a shitty cake that's normally 15 bucks for a cake at $50 for the cake. They're being fleeced in every step. And it's considered, well, if you're not paying it, you're obviously not from around here.
0: And that's the point that it's expected. And that was a four-year-old birthday party, not even a wedding. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My uh,
2: wedding uh,
4: cost me $638. And I'm just as married as these people spent $50,000. Just saying. Yep. Okay, you and
2: I are going to have a chat because you're going to help me plan my eventual wedding.
4: <laughs> sure. sure. I can do that.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. But But the point of it is, it's what's seen as should be. Because if you don't, there's something wrong with you. You're lesser. You're viewed as not as good. You're not part of the elite because well not necessarily because you're not part of the elite you're not part of the norm and that puts you on the outside because you don't do it for whatever reason maybe because you can't afford to but but it doesn't
5: that's also it's it's a greater um pattern matching again it's like following the model
0: yep yep and where i'm going with that is If you don't do 15 grand or better for a wedding and reception for whatever reason, and it doesn't matter what the actual reason could be, you could say that it's because you're actually saving up for something else and you didn't want to do a big old thing because you're putting towards something worthwhile. It doesn't matter what the real reason is. They're automatically going to say in their own head, it's because you couldn't, so you're not as good as me. And I absolutely detest even the implication that somebody would say you can't afford to do so much money.
5: So it's basically society is a downward dehumanization mm-hmm. because the consequences of that you are lesser than me is, is what? It's it's exclusion. It's uh, ostracization.
0: TD's got it. Conspicuous consumption. Yep. Yep. Mm. Y- y- if you can't and afford the, the biggest, brightest thing suddenly on the block, there's something wrong with you.
5: But somebody responsible for their own survival, somebody who knows themselves in their own brain what it takes to survive, do they need all that shit? No. No. No, they don't.
0: But. Societally, they do because if they don't have it, they lose their societal clout.
5: So and, basically, it's part blackmail, mm-hmm.
0: social blackmail. Yeah, yeah. And um, when I
2: was growing up, I'm going to show my age right now. When I was in junior high, <laughs> um, Air Jordans pumps, uh, specifically the pumps where you had a air bladder inside the shoes and a pump built into the tongue of the shoe and you pressed on it and it tightened the shoe around your foot.
0: Interesting design, expensive footwear. Yeah. They were uh, 150 plus, if I remember right at the time, yeah. and that was. Oh, yeah. And I was wearing chucks
2: also known as canvas all-stars because they were comfortable and it's what I liked and they were cheap. I didn't get them because they were cheap. I got them because they were comfy. But the fact that they didn't cost a lot meant I could also get a couple pair, which was even, you know, more beneficial to the fact that I really liked them. Sure. I got ripped on almost
3: every
2: single day for a year for not wearing Air Jordans.
3: Yeah,
4: if, said you me part, too.
2: yeah if you weren't already part of the proper social group, they would find something that was different about you. And they would make fun of you. Well, with regards to the Air Jordans, the common one was, "Oh, you're poor. You can't even afford a decent pair
5: of shoes like ours." Yep. Don't and you see? The genius. You know what, as a kid, that hurts. Don't you see the genius of a society programmed that way, where everybody follows the same patterns? You know, and it all comes down to well. Who's programming them that way?
0: You know what? Yeah, and it goes back to the very first automobiles. I found out about this one uh, not too, not too very long, just this week, as a matter of fact. The uh, God, what the hell year was it? Oh God, it was. uh, I forgot what year it was, but one of the one of the early years. uh, I, I I gotta find the damn thing later. There was there was one year where uh, an automobile maker here in the U.S. literally did nothing to the engine. They did no technological work on it, but cosmetically changed a minor detail from one year to the next and build it as the new model year design in order to sell cars at a at a higher Uh, at a higher introductory rate. And that's where, that's really where the, this whole idea started where every year there's something new. So you got to have the new, because if you've got the old, you've got the old, what you can't have the new what's wrong with you. I forget when the hell it was. It might've been the some, somewhere the early 20th century, like the teens or something like that. I've forgotten exactly what it was.
4: Yeah, but Another part of that too is durable goods used to last a hell of a lot longer. Shit, yeah. I mean, you're lucky if you get three years out of an appliance and used to, they'd last 15, 20 years. So yeah. it's like, how do you define durable goods now? I mean, what's durable to you? I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah.
5: yeah. Back, looking at, looking back before, in the day, it was Heinz Ketchup that said, well, actually, we make more profit in your waste than uh-huh. in actually what we make. Which yeah. is kind of going back to the point, once the goal becomes making yeah. a profit, really what you make. Going is- back to the good old
1: years when, you know, you buy a pickup truck and it lasts for three generations.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. It also has to do with accountability because back in the days, if you bought a product from somebody, um, you know, you if it didn't work, you could take it back to that person and they would have to, uh, you know. Uh, be responsible for what they sold to you.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: The company actually had an interest in you being happy and, and satisfied with their product that you had good things to say about them. You know, the, we talk about products that last, I have been through two different washing machines, not dishwashers, washing machines for clothes because of pump and filtering problems and I've had two different brands and I've talked to the technicians for the two different brands and I was bringing up other makes and models that were getting higher reviews. And they said, Oh yeah, you can go for them. But guess what? Every single brand on the market's using these kinds of filters. Now these kinds of pumps and they are running into the same exact problem. Well, why is nobody fixing it? Because it makes money. Yeah. I was like, you've, I, I wanted to, I know it wasn't the technician's fault. They were there to fix the thing, but man, I really want to put somebody's head through a wall. Yeah, well, I'm I mean, just at least they were. Over. At least
4: they were honest with you. Yeah, they yeah. were
2: honest with me. I, I was, uh, you know, I hey, you know, before you head out, you want something to drink? It's been a hot day. so You gotta get a. You know, I'm I'm nice to my technicians.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Joe, Joey, uh, you had your hand up. I, I want to get you because you haven't had much that you've been able to say so far.
1: Oh yeah, I had a. Uh... I had a slight issue that I had to deal with here, but um, if you end up making uh, the perfect product, you'll go out of business. Nobody's ever going to buy another car if the car that they have is going to is going to be reliable and last forever, pretty much with basic maintenance. Uh, it's a lot like uh, the story that I read in high school. I uh, wanna uh, Robert Sh- Robert Sheckley, I think. Anyway, the title of the story was The Gun Without a Bang. And it was this kind of Buck Rogers setting. It's a short story. But you know, it was this Buck Rogers kind of setting where this guy lands on a planet and the planet is full of these very vicious little creatures that eat pretty Oh, much I know what you're talking about. everything they come in contact with and he had a gun a, a ray gun pretty much and he started shooting at them and yeah it would completely it evaporate whatever he hit but there was even no sound. including the ground there was no sound to the gun and so they didn't even notice the ones that were being zapped they just kept coming and kept coming. So you make the perfect product. Sure. But there are other unforeseen circumstances that connect into that. A gun with no bang. Isn't all that scary.
0: We're, uh, we're getting pretty close to uh, wrapping up. Uh, I'm just going to, I'm gonna th- I'm gonna drop something really quickly, and then I'll give you you guys to uh, a chance to real quick wrap up for yourselves. The idea of investing in people from a cons- uh, from a, a, a consumer perspective, uh, commercial sorry, a, com- a commercial perspective. The the long running story, and I don't remember if it is credited properly to and uh, I'm pretty sure Stephanie would is going to instantly know the name of the group, Harrods Department Store.
3: Mm-hmm. Huge
0: name place. And when Fuj sh- was helping to set up a uh, uh, a call center out in... Uh, I forget where it was. Anyway, we, we had the opportunity of going over there, and uh, we had the chance to go to Harrods. It was a wonderful experience. But if memory serves, the story is that... Someone came back to Harrods and had a product that they do not sell there. Wanted to bring it back because it was wrong. It was broken. The, the whoever it was that was dealing with the customer basically said, you know, it, I'm sorry, this is something we deal with. It's, it's not one of ours. Insisted that they got it there. And the floor walker, basically the, the floor manager, had come over and said, terribly sorry. We'll take care of this. I'll t- I'll go ahead and I'll have this returned for you. Thank you very much. Please go find some uh, a replacement for yourself, and we will take care of this. Wandered off to go get his thing, and the kid said uh, the the uh, assistant had said, "You know, why would you do that? This isn't you know, we we don't make anything off of this." The person will know if they have a problem; they will come back to us. They will still se- s- They will still buy things from us. They will speak well of us it is an investment towards the future with this customer yes they took a hit on whatever the whatever the product was but they garnered good graces which is something that you know joseph has spoken about that yes they end up investing for you know a, a person later but the idea of taking an initial loss in order to get something better later is something that I would love to see more of, and I think that really kind of wraps up what these the initial story works towards. You kind of take an initial loss of sorts in order to make something better happen later. Absolutely. In the case of this story, it may be it, it, it may be selfish in the long run, but I, I think you kind of see the the idea of where I'm going with that,
5: and the um, thought of a company that actually cares for me. I mean, really take my money, please.
1: Well, yeah, pretty much the the, the oh. classic American general store, as you might call it, in you know pretty much every old western. Everybody in town knows the owner of the general store, and you know he doesn't want to just sell you one pack of goods. He wants to have he wants you to come in to buy. Any hammer that you need, any nail that you need, any uh, milk jug that you need—they want a long-term relationship with their customers. They don't just want—and that's something that we in America have lost at, as a result of all this modernization and you know corporate bu- building and all that. They don't—they don't look at those long-term pictures. They just look at, yeah, well, you know, we just want you to buy this thing from us so that you know we get your money. Versus, excuse me, versus, again, that small town kind of feel where you go into your local mechanic and, you know, y- y- you go to like a, a, a Midas or a uh, a Jiffy Lube and they, they do your oil for you and whatnot versus the, you know, backyard mechanic that you bring your uh, vehicle to and you just say, hey, this is acting up. And they go ahead and fix it, and say, "Hey, anything else acts up, you just let me know."
0: Yep. And uh, by the way, uh, just to uh, just for clarity and and completeness, uh, Stephanie did recall the uh, the story and has corrected me that it was M and S, Marks and Spencers, not Harrods. So I do stand corrected. I, I was not sure that it was Harrods. To be fair, uh, although also to be fair. Harrods is definitely an experience. If you go to uh, if you go to England, eh, Harrods is an experience worth uh, indulging in. If nothing else, just for the ice cream.
5: But I'm S backwards is an experience too.
0: It is, but uh, not one that we're going to be talking about until we have Callie Wright back on again.
5: Anyway, that that raises more questions than. Uh,
0: yeah, the fact that you've got the police outside.
4: <laughs> yeah.
5: What yeah, you they, do this did. Joseph, it's the thought police. They move quick.
2: Good mm. enough. No, it was the method he used to make coffee this time.
5: Sure, we'll deal with that. Oh, oh come on! It only took five reactors. Good.
0: <laughs> so that's that's great. Now now I know where my Nvidia reactors went to.
2: The brownouts
5: over. Everybody can stop panicking. Hey, hey, just
2: can, just use some
0: AMD cards and overclock them. You'll be fine.
5: <laughs> Not really
0: anyway um i've pretty well covered everything that i want to uh bridget um let me just kind of go down the list was there anything that uh that you wanted to you wanted to get out that you hadn't already at this point
4: um i don't think so at this point is this the point where i'm supposed to plug all the things no. or am i just no i'm, to I'm just,
0: no i'm making just sure get, that i'm making sure that we've got all of all of our thoughts out be, well, before we finish I, off
4: i think so um I just, until politicians learn to compromise and work together again and become statesmen, you know, rather than adversaries, uh, you know, not working together to pass anything, um, I just feel like there's nowhere for us to go as a society to get better. It will only get worse.
0: Joey? Anything that you... uh had waiting for yourself on the table before we go ahead and close it up
1: nope um i think everything was pretty well covered i was listening the whole time it's just um there for a moment i had to uh deal with something because uh because things it's it's very hot in in my room understood that's my bathroom that's the only window access i have right now so i got a fan set up in that window i got a fan set up next to We got you. I have a fan set up next to me, but the problem is that fan has been in storage for many a year, mm. and uh, it wasn't working properly. And it didn't take me long to find out why. The uh, motor had a buildup of lint and various dust and fluff that was effectively, yeah. Gotcha. I, I, had a, I had a nice soft ball of of gunk and a fire so. hazard too yep yeah, so had to re- remove that wash the blades watch the uh, the front and back of the fan okay real quick, but that's pretty much all I got going on
3: okay
0: Joseph uh, any last item that you wanted to drop in that's still on the table for you before we
5: close mm, nothing that wouldn't take an hour um. <laughs> <laughs> all
3: right we'll <laughs> save that for the
5: opening for next week yeah and, I'm fine you, you guys all take care well we're, we're
0: not just done And just
5: thanks for day. having me on. We're not
0: done just yet. God, I know that you want to get the hell out of... Goodbye, you- cruel cool <laughs> world. Woe is <laughs> no, no. me. Tech, anything that you wanted to get at before we uh, close this all up? Um, you
2: know, I've, I've seen a couple of the uh, current new generation coming out of high school getting involved in politics. I mean, actually running for office and such um ones that are in college and are paying special attention to the things that go on with all the little local groups the sheriffs everything and they're 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 watching and they're listening and they're taking notes they're running for office or they're supporting other candidates and change is coming because The only good, in my opinion, that's come out of Trump being in office is it's a wake up to it was a wake up to the country going, hey, yeah, we made it so that racism and bigotry and everything else was basically not tolerated. But what you didn't realize is that they were just doing it silently. Now they're vocal because they see Trump and now you can actually see where it is and get rid of it.
5: Trump is almost like a preview of where society's headed.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but at the same time, well, I see it more as well, like, where society was headed, because I'm looking at these was. young. I, I say was because I'm looking at these young kids and they're getting ready to vote these assholes out. Ah, there's hope. They're get, yeah, they're getting ready to take over and do it themselves. So that the kid down the street who needs the operation will be able to get the operation without the family going bankrupt so that the guy sitting on the street corner who has no home and has no job doesn't need to get arrested by a police officer to get a warm meal.
5: It's funny that the kids have the balls to do it because kids like this have parents. With the same mindset, the kids have the balls because
2: they're tired of getting shot in their own school systems. They're they're tired of 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 the the police officers arresting them and beating them up. They're tired of getting guns pulled on them. They're tired of getting told that they're not going to amount to anything. They're tired of the bullshit. They woke up. Trump woke them up by being a voice and visual representation of, oh, it's okay to be racist if you're like me. It's okay if, to to be a bigot if you're, if you're supporting me and everybody else going, oh my God, there's a lot of these assholes. We need to fix this.
0: All right. So with that, let's just go ahead and call it a night. So all of you that are with us at this point, thank you very much for spending part of your time with us. We really do appreciate it, and we hope that you have found something worthwhile in all of our perspectives, because, man, um, we had some doozies tonight, and a good majority of it was actually—we have a lot of nights where we end up down a lot of different rabbit holes, but kind of squirm away from the overall topic. I don't think that we were very far away from the topic itself, really, even though we covered a lot of ground. So thank you for being part of all of this. What was the topic? You know what? Now is not the time to be asking about this (laughs) because we're not doing (laughs) a Screw you, man. Screw you. (laughs) You guys that are over there in the live chat, of course, at this point, TDTF pod, Stephanie. No, it's about all of you right now. So uh
4: (laughs) Trippin' Fool's not over there?
0: I didn't see Trippin uh, chiming in for a little bit, so he may have dropped off, but Trippin, if you're there, also thank you for hanging out with us. Really do appreciate it. And like I've said many an occasion, I may have a hard time flipping back and forth in order to read it all, but I do read it, and it is, you guys know full well, you've you've had a lot of good stuff to help us out with. So Mm -hmm. thank you very much on that. Panel, thank you, of course, as always. Joseph. Thank you very much for your time this morning. As much of a pain in the ass as you've been, you have yourself Mm -hmm. a good and uh, good luck with everything over there, man.
5: Well, I love you too, sir. (laughs) Some
0: people who know about, uh,
1: thank you, Marcy.
0: Those of you that know about uh, Scott Pilgrim will know for well, what I'm saying. Lesbians to you too. Unrenowned tech. Thank you very much for your time, man. It's good to have you back and uh, you take care of yourself. eh? Oh, of course, you guys too. Right. Joey, you uh, try to. Uh, I'll I'll send you down a, a pallet of of gold bond medicated powder,
1: so you can. Oh you hell no! Know. You're welcome. I'd, but thank
4: I'd you. actually like some of that.
1: No 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 I mean, no 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 no. no. You you don't understand.
4: No, I don't.
1: Being in a combat unit with just males. Somebody got the bright idea of telling one of the newer privates, go ahead, put, put, that, in your, uh, put that in your skivvies. It'll keep you dry and, oh, you know, no. such down there.
4: no, no, no. Ugh. Ooh. Wrong yeah, use of it.
1: All <laughs> I, but all I can say in relation to anything uh, at this point is, uh, Stephanie, I don't make my own clothes, but I will say that the clothes I do have, I patch up myself.
3: Hmm.
1: I don't make my own clothes because I do not have the talent for that. Fair enough. Thank you, man. And Bridget,
0: of course, um, congratulations on getting back on with us with a voice for change. Now we'll figure it, we'll Uh, figure it out after, after the, uh, after we get off the air. How's that? I'm
4: actually feeling more like myself for the first time in gosh, weeks.
0: Yeah. We'll kind of talk a little bit about, but thank you very much for your time and, Yes, now you plug all of your things. Now
4: I plug all things. I don't have that much. Um, you can find me over on Facebook as Bridget Fitch. Um, and, you know, I'm linked to the uh, website for the podcast, the Holy Crap, the podcast And I am actually going to be making some posts on my blog. I haven't done that in way too long. And the blog is called Between the Wheels. And... It's at BridgetFitch2112.wordpress.com.
0: Fair enough. Thank you much. All right. And, uh, of course, on behalf of the rest of the crew over here, uh, if you'd like to catch up on Heretic Woman, of course, uh, they should be having their next show tomorrow, meaning Monday. You should be. I don't know. I haven't heard, but. If you want to check up on that, that would be at beyondthetrailerpark.com. And, of course, you can uh, check up her stuff over there at Fulcoronic, which I don't have a... Oh, no, I do. I'm sorry. Fulcoronic.com. I've got it separated. I'm looking at my show notes. And sorry about that. You can mm-hmm. catch up on all of her stuff over there. And, of course, as far as Dallin is concerned, uh, who takes care of turning all of this stuff over into an audio podcast, you can check up his stuff at... In the wind dot o five And of course, if you'd like to get subscribed to the audio only podcast, take a swing over to holy crap the on the left side. You will see the link over there. Just remember to link on the little icon, not on the word podcast. It's a WordPress thing. Sorry. One of these days, we'll try to see what we can do about clearing that up. That's not our fault. Sorry, I tried to do it once myself, and I kept trying to figure out, why won't it subscribe? Oh, there's the link. Whatever. Nice job. Anyway, if you'd like to find all of our social links, as well as all the subscription information, again, holycrapthevlogcast.com. We'd love to have you guys uh, helping us out over there. And if you'd like to leave a voicemail message, you can do that over at 859 hctv ctv 554 859 Four two eight eight five five four. we will be looking forward to seeing you guys again soon meaning next week piece of house cleaning as I said this is um, this is a weird month for me a little bit later this month uh, I will be taking a week off so I can do a 36 hour video stream marathon fundraiser for the ride for Roswell I have to get a whole bunch of things set up for that. So for those of you that are going to be looking forward to that, I will have information about that next week.
3: Mm.
0: So you can kind of check up about that. But in the meantime, thank you all for your support. It means the world to me. So until the next time we get together, everyone as always, I wish you the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well. And of course, my lady, almost 13 years on. I am still in love. Not today for you. I love you and I miss you. Dream of me. Until the next time we get together, everyone, as always, good night. You've been listening to
2: Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment on the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Google Plus pages theme music provided by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com on behalf of all of us here thank you for listening